2: what's up and welcome back to the kind of funny games cast of course i'm tim gettys and i'm joined by the new face of video games blessing Adeyoye jr
1: tim i have in my hand some oolong tea uh, which i'm enjoying and earlier today i i had some oolong tea i was holding it i was looking out the outside the window and i noticed that the leaves on the trees were a certain color to indicate that it is a certain season that we're entering you know what that season is Tim? Mm, spring it's review season, review huh? season. oh,
2: yeah, man, oh <laughs> yeah you motherfucker yeah. the you ever get... clever <laughs> the ever clever plus he got a junior t- uh, with T-Boys today though oh T-Boys look at, look, at that. That. look at that look at that what are you, doing? you, you all can... fighting
0: you fighting the sickness I just
2: no I just like tea it's like wait okay. it's cold really yeah I've never heard that about you Tim that you like yeah tea. exactly we've this had this exact conversation exactly. all okay, of the kind of games cast but it is what it is <laughs> you know what I mean see guys here's the deal it's been really cold in San Francisco but then every once in a while it's been really hot in San Francisco so I had to be prepared for everything so that's why you do a wield I got my ice cold LaCroix and then I got my hot ass tea oh
3: I'm I prepared for anything
4: I triple wield you're crazy oh shit what you got you a triple
3: what are you using to hold the third thing Andy you dr- well it's just a
4: can so it's Fable? always it's always you got an energy drink on hand mm-hmm. uh I have a Coke Zero sitting over there on that shelf and then mm-hmm. water
3: how old God, so I, you have, how old is that Coke Zero
4: Oh, you know, I alternate, I alternate. Okay. okay.
0: I like how Andy's like looking as if he's talking to someone in the room right now. He's looking at what's growing on top of the Coke Zero right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, that there. is the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Hello. Great afternoon,
4: everybody. Um, I I have something to announce today. Whoa. Really,
1: really, really
4: big stuff, everybody. Um, yesterday, I was on PS I Love You, and uh, we talked about and Hot snacks we did yeah and for the first time blessing i have ever seen and purchased flaming hot puff corn
1: oh, oh it's yes. unfortunate it's unfortunate that it's flaming hot but i am happy that you finally saw puff corn on the wild Wait, what do you mean
4: is there's other <laughs> puff corn oh yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. There's butter and there's cheese, and those are like by far the way better flavors than oh. uh, Flamin' hot. Yeah, the Flamin' hot popcorn, I don't think is where it hits. But it's weird though because that, I think that is the most available. I see that at my local Seven Eleven all the time. So,
4: I, I mean, this could be one of those things where it's like back in the day when I was a kid I until I noticed that my friends parents had a white minivan I I saw these white minivans all over the place right it's one of those things that like they were probably there the whole time that you just weren't in your consciousness Mm. I swear Mm. this is the first time I've seen a bag of puff puff corn in my life like no joke in my life and I bought the bag yesterday and I housed that shit in about yeah you did two three minutes I was just like inhaling them
1: fucking good (laughs) <laughs> i will say i will say i was so popcorn.
4: aggressive <laughs> sorry I, I
1: like legitimately it might be my favorite snack of all time like I, specifically. Damn. it's ridiculous I,
4: I will say i liked them bless they were really really soft though like i yes, wish that. i need a tiny bit more That's of a puff? crunch i felt like i was crunching on a flaming hot like air Yep, just a, exactly. a pocket of air. May, I need,
1: wait until you have the Butterfly. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on Amazon. I'm gonna send you some butter flavor. Barrett, uh, message me your address. I don't know. If I'm, I'm gonna send you that. some I'm, butter okay. flavor. It's gonna melt. Andy, accept the gift. He's trying to be your friend. Okay. okay. And rounding out
2: the crew, we have the big daddy himself, one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg
0: Miller. Hello, I can't be the only person right where you look at your credit card bill and you're like, no fucking way. <laughs> like, you kidding me? How do these numbers add up to that giant fucking number?
2: Yeah. yeah. That's just insane. Oh, the popcorn. I made it a purchase, is, Yeah, Definitely made, a pup. I made a purchase a couple days ago that I'm really, really excited about. Sure. Can, can you introduce me?
0: Ladies and gentlemen, he's Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby losing in
2: San you can Francisco. You stop right there. It's been years, but I finally did it
0: you dye your eyes green
1: no you see the, you see the ring circles
0: right. so the circles in his people well that's performance enhancement drugs you, don't, you that doesn't count oh. that doesn't that doesn't change your status you know this is what your mom decreed that cool greg has better blue eyes than you so sorry what
2: well, it does it's it doesn't you know change the status of it they're still just what they are but uh-huh. i was excited because i was thinking all day i was like oh we're gonna do the show i'm gonna debut the ring light on the shows sure. and greg's gonna do the intro but i'm like i host this show so I'm yeah it's a whole thing but anyways this is the kind of funny games cast mm. of course every single week we come at you to talk about video games and all the things that we love about them you can get the show on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roosterteeth.com if you wanted to get it as a podcast you can search your favorite podcast service just search for kind of funny games Cast and we will be right there for you if you wanted to get the show ad free if you wanted to watch it live as it is being recorded and if you want the exclusive post show you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like james davis praise Portello, greg miller's back and better than ever pranksy delaney twinning tyler ross first responder blah, 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 first responder nd Julian, the Gluten-Free Gamer, James Hastings, and Casey Andrews. Uh, if you don't have a buck to toss our way, that's totally cool. You can go to use our Epic Creator Code. Kind of funny Anytime you are buying anything on the Epic Game Store. We appreciate you very, very much. If you're buying those games, if you use our code, some of that money just goes to us. No extra charge to you, and that is super rad for me. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, this is a very special episode of The Kind of Funny Cast, one of my favorite episodes of the year that we do, which is our predictions. We look forward to the year ahead, each one of us bringing five predictions to the table. We go around the table, the boxes, whatever this you table. want to call them these days, this table, all that stuff, one by one. And if somebody uses a prediction, you cannot use that prediction anymore. That prediction is then the owner, the, the pr- first person that says it owns it, and that's it. And then at the end of to- next year, We'll look at the results and see how right or wrong some of us are. Some of us are more rights than others. Isn't that right, blessing?
1: I mean, you know, I don't know where you're asking. I won last year. I didn't win last year. I won. Throw saw in the wound. Thank you, Tim. Greg, you had you your hand raised.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to get too far uh, into you know this thing before I just tie a bow on this. I want you to know that I was so certain the credit card was trying to fuck me over i copied everything and put it into a spreadsheet and then some uh, and this this total is accurate and you might say where are all andy you want to know where all the money's going only fans Mm. i don't know this fucking kid (laughs) are you aware Mm. this kid was going to cost this much jen no i'm canadian no yeah, American Healthcare did not do us well on this one. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Gee, woof. I thought it was going to be the,
3: the Patreon, uh, uh, executive producer thing yeah. that you've done in the last couple months. No, no. again, I used the I
0: use kind of funny's own card for that. Uh, so yeah, like the okay. kind of yeah. funny money was just cycling, but like Is losing ten percent or whatever. Credit
2: card? Yeah, yeah, <gasps> no, I no, that's no, how that, that works worst investment CEO. we could
0: possibly make oh my is, god did you not enjoy it the first time it happened sure the next yeah, okay. seven <laughs> times not as Grace funny
2: Mortillo, greg miller's back and better than ever is now a thing i am forced to read every <laughs> show that i oh, do oh your life costing fucking me rough. How, how am i supposed to be out here buying ring lights
0: greg miller oh, i don't know i didn't stop you you bought the ring light it
2: didn't stop me definitely didn't stop oh, me now no. be a,
0: be a human a being head. and bend the, brill- the bill of your cap right Andy come no, on what the put fuck? some bend in it put, why you do that bend the brim of your cap and go take some ground balls in second base <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> turn it around get out there throw the football around in the parking lot have some fun what is this you can't mint off card you're the Tim
2: action figure over here nobody wants it bend the brim <laughs> Luis Aguirre the chat says isn't that called money laundering and it is the worst money laundering of all time
3: because <laughs> we're losing money yeah. at the end of the day and with this. and it's him. not like it's uh, money illegally like through drugs or anything it's just like our own money that yeah, it's bad. It's a, it's a bad. It's system. not bad. Uh, it was a funny
0: uh, bit that inspired other people. There's so many people like at our home right now, like, oh my gosh, when it's time for me to propose, I can put it in as a Patreon producer. When I wanna, when I want to, you know, advertise my business, one eight hundred junk bonds, I can put it in <laughs> as a Patreon producer. All right.
2: Oh, when they want to, well, when
0: they don't agree with how Blessing reviews their favorite video game, they can write in and be like, Blessing was wrong. Uh, you know, this game is great. Oh, Pat, don't do it.
2: We are eight minutes and forty seconds into this episode, and nothing of substance. Has has actually been said yet but i assure you that the rest of the episode will go a very different way and on top of that this show's awesome and is about to be awesome for the next couple months i can guarantee it because we have so many video games whether it's pokemon legends Ooh. dying light 2 horizon Ooh. sifu we have so many games coming out that i'm sure we're going to be doing a ton of reviews for a ton of impressions for all the fun stuff for maybe some spoiler casts uh so please if you're not subscribed to youtube.com slash kind of funny games or to the podcast all the stuff I already said but this show is going to be a lot of fun the next couple weeks. shows all of our shows but this one in particular I feel it everywhere let's get to the predictions all right 2022
0: i want to start with blessing the man who lost last year's predictions got it
1: (laughs) I lost because of you Greg I know because I'm so good because I no, because I listened to podcasts beyond over the years and uh, other kind of funny podcasts over the years, and I would listen to you do predictions mm-hmm. every single year, and you would do the thing where you would detail it up. You know, you would put in so many like different asterisks, and you would go for the the like the decimal points. Sure. And I realized last last year that, that was a bad strategy after I saw that, the score. In the industry, we call it sprinkling in the sex. That's what we call That's, that. We've Great. never
0: called it that. That
4: was never sprinkle in the there. sex yeah. right there because the yeah. the basic plot points. Kind of whatever. Sure. Hey, Madden is going to come out this year. Sprinkle in the sex. They're bringing back, uh, you know,
0: terrible. Bo Jackson died. Yeah. Something like that. See, the problem is, though, with your analogy right there, uh, Blessing, is that mm. I can watch Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> whip around that track, all right? But I try to do it in the Mini Cooper. I roll it because I'm, watch- I'm watching a professional, someone with millions of years of experience at this, all right? But you try to step up and pick up the Infinity Gauntlet, and this happened to you. You burned out and you lost. I'm sorry. You know what I mean?
1: I'm going to go for some sure bets. Yeah, I think that's going <laughs> that <laughs> to be my strategy this year. I'm not going to get too cute with it. I'm going to go straight forward and go for what I know is going to happen because I pay attention to the industry and I'm not out here trying to like nickel and dime people the way Greg Miller does with his predictions. Project Spartacus will be announced and released as just PlayStation Plus revamped. It'll be three tiers, tier one being what PS Plus is now, tier two getting you a library of PS4 games, sprinkling and tier in the three sex right here. Sprinkling, the, sprinkling the sex, but it's yeah. sex that I know is guaranteed. <laughs> like uh, best tier, three, <laughs> tier three be, <laughs> being a library of backwards compatible games. games. Uh, I guess this is where I'm going to sprinkle in a little bit of sex, Andy. Uh, reception oh. will be lukewarm. The service will be fine for what it is, but the conversation around it will be about how it's not as good as Game Pass.
2: I think that's a bullshit prediction you need to have some more fun there there needs to be something I put in a lot of details in that, that. Yeah. well then here's it's the thing you said you weren't I, gonna the, do that with that <laughs> I know with that amount of details I think you need to do a double or nothing bet on this and you either get points or you don't get points it's either all
4: the things or you're not Damn. you make the call on that but I'm just saying every game
0: pass subscriber free dominoes so from, wait now you're saying double or nothing you know? is what you just offered it's not host, double or you...
1: nothing you either get the points or you don't okay my apologies okay I'm confident enough in this prediction that I'd say, yeah, either it's 100% true or I get nothing. Okay. Say it again. Say it again. Okay. So from the top, right? Project Spartacus will be announced and released just as PlayStation Plus. It's going to be called PlayStation Plus. It's just going to be revamped. There's going to be three tiers. There's tier one being what PS Plus is now, tier two getting a library of PS4 games, and tier three being a library of backwards compatible games. Uh, The reception of it will be lukewarm. If people aren't going to be like, oh, this is terrible or whatever, people aren't going to be mad at it, but the conversation is going to be, uh, this is – it's fine, but it's, it's not what Game Pass is. It's not getting me my PlayStation games day and date like I do on Game Pass, right? The library isn't as expansive as that. I think that's going to be the conversation, and it's going to be people – it's going to lead to, by the end of this year, people being like, all right, yeah, it's fine. It is what it is, but it's not necessarily this big, grandiose thing that we want it to be.
2: So what what's the difference between what you just said and kind of where we're at now? Like that tier two, isn't that just the – instant game collection or whatever the hell they called it with a bunch of ps4 games
1: yeah i think they expand that right you're talking about ps plus collection which i think is i think that's going to be part of it i think this is kind of the evolution of that and this comes this of course comes from the rumors and the reports of what project Particus is right i think the the tier two is going to be essentially game pass but just the previous gen games right it is just going to be uh the persona persona fives of the worlds and like the, the, the games that PlayStation would essentially put on PS Plus for PS4 games, but included in the service, and then Tier 3 is going to be PS1, PS2, PS3. I don't want to get into detail about how that's going to be the case. I don't yeah, want to talk wanna, about streaming. I, 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 yeah, I want
3: to ask you, of like, do, do we think they're confident in uh, being able to finally download PS3 to uh, PS5 hardware, right? and how do they do that? Not including it in my prediction. Yeah, this is just means just speculating. Just, uh, just football. Football. Off, just, off just the record. Off lines. the record. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I th- I think they make PS one, PS two, and PS three games downloadable. I think if they don't, then that'll be a big disappointment. I think they're this all downloadable. This is the
0: more patent, right, for backwards compatibility. Yeah. Yeah. Using yeah. I, spoof clocks and whatever.
1: That is the thing is, I think they I think they emulate PS three uh, hardware via like, the PS five, oh, like
3: when they did like uh, when you have to load up Wii mode on the Wii U to play Wii games. Mm.
1: Yes, something like that. I don't know if you will have to boot it, boot up like a PS3 menu on the PS5. I feel like that's right. a step too far. But it will be essentially you're playing the PS3, but on your PS5. What that what that means though is that you're not going to get the benefits of PS5. You're not going to get quick loading and all these things. Maybe you, but I don't think I don't think you've, if they're going to emulate it in that way, you're not you're you're going to get that. Um, But I think that's how they solve the issue of the PS3 being such a a weird thing to emulate. And I think that also makes it easy for them going back to PS2 and PS1 games of going, oh yeah, just emulate the hardware and go about it that way as opposed to re-releasing all these different games and having to figure out how to make these games, make sure that these games work with the SSD, with what the hardware is and doing the work that Xbox on their side have done but have proven that it takes years and years and years to do that in a way that is going to evolve into something that we can finally sit down and go, oh, this is awesome. Oh, this has reached full potential. I think that's a long journey journey for playstation and i think for them the easiest thing is to go cool just emulate it and give people a library and we'll see how they how they receive it and we'll take it from there mark
4: cerny will personally install a cell processor in everybody's ps5 whoever requests it though it's by you gotta like request it it's like the backbone control exactly exactly it's Mm -hmm. like trying to get one of them uh one of them analog pockets tim how Mm, how expensive
3: is the library at launch
1: Oh man, is not as, not, uh, not enough. Is the not answer. as expansive as you want it to be. <laughs> yeah. Not as expansive as you want it to be, but I do think it will be everything that's on PlayStation now already, as far as PS3 games. I think those will be on there. And if we're talking about PS3 games, the PS Now library isn't, isn't bad. Like there's a good selection of PS3 games on that library. I think it'll be at least that, if not a little bit more. I don't expect a lot more than that, but I think it'll, it'll sit at, at least that um, PS2 and PS1. They'll definitely have to expand more because there's not a right. great selection of PS2 games on there right now. There's not a selection of PS1 games at all on PS Now. So PS2 games, I think you do have to get in there and add more games. The, questions is, the question is, what games and what deals are worth making? And that gets difficult because PS2 is such a weird and diverse console if you are talking about the catalog and the amount of the amount of games that gave life to that console that deal-wise would probably be difficult. You know, it's probably not easy to get to- the Tony Hawk games on there. It's not easy to get the EA Sports big games on there. It's not easy to get X- Burnout or X, Y, and Z game on there, right? So you kind of got have to dig into that first-party library, which on PS2, I wouldn't say is as vibrant as the PS4, for example, where it is, this is why you're coming to the console. So yeah, I think you expand that, but I do think at the end of the day, that might be a little disappointing to people. And then for PS1... I think the PS1 library will look like what the PlayStation Classic looks like, the little PlayStation device that they released mm. a few years ago. I think it'll be comparable to that and maybe a few more games here and there, but I don't expect anything. I don't, I don't expect it to be like most
3: of the libraries here. I expect it to be a good, good selection of the library. My last question, does it launch with Persona 3 FES, <clears throat> and will you stream it if it does?
1: I think it'll launch with Persona uh, 1 and 2, right? Because those are part of <laughs> the original PlayStation Classic? Yes. I think so. Persona Revelations <laughs> or whatever. I think those will be a part of it. Persona Three, if they're doing uh, if they're doing
3: PS2 games, you know.
1: I'm, uh, you know what I'll say. Yeah, I'll say yeah. I think I think it'll be there. You think about PSP games? Yes. yes Vita games? Have PSP games. Vita
0: TV. Wow. I'm gonna say think, Vita. Since will we're. Go for it. Since we're in the uh, this thing here, my dog Nick 96 in the chat says, end of day, I just love for trophies on my PS1, PS2 games. You need to get that blessing?
1: No. It's a lot like, of work. Okay, no. good.
0: I was gonna say like half the say stuff you're saying is bullshit. But like if you're gonna say trophies <laughs> on PS1 and PS2, I'd better like, get the fuck out of here. Not a chance. No. Do you think that there'll be like enhancement
2: stuff like resolution and frame rate and all that?
1: No, I don't think so. And I think people will be upset by that. Fair
2: fair greg miller Hi, i want to get to your prediction sure so you just slacked me some breaking news do you want to tell the people
0: no no i was just letting you know that you're allowed to say that the dying light two reviews next year next week we're we good. said that on ps i love you already of course oh. that, yeah we're playing dying light two and that the review will be next week's games cast so i know it's breaking news used, to me breaking news to you Well, thanks for listening to ps i love you you're welcome you're welcome. I mean, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't listen to every interview. A lot of these movies you guys watch are garbage, but come on. <laughs> because I love you. Oh, yeah. And this is a great. Uh, here we go. Since you're unsullied soil. All right. If I told you I fucked a cup of water, Tim, what would you think? <laughs> if you fucked a cup of water? That's correct. Tim. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm what pushing pee, but I want to know what you think it means. Oh,
1: God. I don't know if you're keeping a P, Greg. If i being honest. this is super P right now. I'm keeping, keeping super a, P I, right now. I, I don't. I
0: don't even. I don't know. Well, if you listen to PS, I love you, you can find out. Andy didn't know Greg? either, and I didn't know either. So don't worry. Was I you. wrong? I, and honestly, nobody knew until they Googled it.
1: So I was no, I, wrong. I think I knew. I think I told you what, what it meant. No, I forget no, what you said, Andy. For Andy, what, didn't know. cup of water. I said that you. He like, said fuck, I drank you, the water really fast. I said you fucked it up super fast. Like no, see, no, that's that's incorrect. That's not what. That's going fucking a cup of water,
0: Andy
2: okay I just, I just i don't i'm, I'm, not, even, I'm not even gonna let watch.
1: audio listeners know what just happened <laughs> y'all, y'all
2: y'all went down this before, no. rabbit hole i'm sure but i just googled fucking a cup of water and there's a, the top reddit post it just says not gonna lie fucking a glass of water is a weird yet oddly pleasurable experience it feels like you're almost deep in nothing <laughs> classic so, redditor but thanks for bringing right that there. to this show i told you guys we're getting a good one what's your first prediction I-
0: I don't know what you want me to do. I'm just bringing you the things you missed on PSL I love you XOXO episode 104. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first prediction. All right. Where do I want to start right now? I have a list of twelve and then I have a bunch down Jesus. here like, like weren't all the way filled out. So, I, you know, I have plenty to go, but the one I'm feeling like getting spicy with already. All right. Throw in some shade. All right. Right off the bat. Ooh. Why the fuck not? I think by the end of the year, either I'm going to quit no well is this the pretty is a predictions episode where we usually lose somebody after right that is it right shit fuck andy don't, andy, quit. Plus, you and don't quit tim might you be your and time andy. might oh. be your time to sunset right? <laughs> sounds getting low by the end of the year <laughs> i think either saints row hasn't released or sits at a 77 or below
1: on metacritic huh okay Here's I think, think I'm excited like, about a 77. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, think I was expecting you to say 65 one. or something. You, you, you some p- watched some it a play gave it, it? I forget. Some people I gave it, it
4: high fives and low sixes, and some people gave
0: it like low eights and high eights. <laughs> that's what a 77 means to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those, uh, you know, obviously delayed out of last year, even when they said they showed not even this. Remember, they showed the teaser trailer, and we're trying to say it was going to be this year. Blessing had seen it, of course, behind closed doors. But I just... I want to believe. I want to believe Saints Row is back, but I also believe it's 2022, and I watched this gameplay footage again, and it just looks so generic and so empty, and it's just I don't see it being the time. And I, it's one of those it got delayed, and I'm sure it got delayed obviously to you know for polish and everything else. But I also think it got delayed because they looked at it and were like oof, it's not ready for prime time. But I don't know, you know, with a core that looks like this, that's what you're building on. If you can make it ready for prime time and make it the real return to Saints Row,
2: yeah. I mean that's that's interesting. I I feel like it'll hit this year, mm-hmm. but and I I think that then it goes into the latter of your prediction where
4: I don't expect this to to be hitting eights much. What do I you think, think, Andy? I think that the score that you added on is going to ultimately fuck you because I do think yeah. that the game will turn out to be pretty good. I I don't think it's going to be this big disappointment. I think they've had enough time to learn after the cyberpunks of the world and how all that shit lets people down i think people hop into this game and go oh shit the cops will actually like follow you if you do something bad this is a step above what cyberpunk yeah, gave does because we haven't for- really had much
0: but i mean just look at like in barrett on the utero back just yeah. look at it and don't look at the actual gameplay of your character look at the environment and what's happening there how empty everything is Like, it just doesn't look, uh, this looks like promise over (laughs) deliver. I guess. Yeah. And again, like, you know, this is a game in progress, obviously. But if this is the vertical slice you put out as your, like, gameplay for it to get you excited for it. I don't know, man. Was,
4: Was Saints Row a game that always had this sort of sprawling metropolis with a shit ton of civilians? Or was it just always kind of more crackdown based where, you know, you're kind of. It's you and the bad guys on the map, and sure, there might be some, some civilians, but they're not going for this ultra-realistic ultra, ultra realistic cityscape.
1: Blessed, you of- play them all. Yeah, I mean, I played uh, Saints Row 3 and 4, and it is kind of that, right? Like, it's a Grand Theft Auto clone, and so I think they go for trying to have somewhat of a living, breathing world, but it is is not Grand Theft Auto in terms of what they actually uh, attain, right? Like, the streets aren't, like, filled with civilians. It isn't, like, a super... Like, you have the open-world city that that you can explore, but I would probably compare it more so to a Crackdown. Even though I've not played Crackdown, so I don't, like... I assume the streets aren't empty in Crackdown in terms of, like people people being being in there
4: it's just like uh, the, the, i feel like when you're walking around a city in gta the the civilians are very present and you're very aware of their existence where i feel like in crackdown they're as
1: present as a fucking light pole like it's that they don't really feel like they are
4: like this living breathing person you know
1: it's that de- i mean it's definitely that like saints Row is definitely the kind of <clears throat> the kind of open world that you come to to fuck around and do all the destruction and you're not really <clears throat> like living in there you're not really like you're not looking for that i don't know like big rpg driven like experience where you are oh yeah like this character they like there's a blip on my map that is like showing a random event like in gta 5 let me go check that out and see what that is saints Row is very much cool i'm fucking around i'm blowing shit up i am hopping into cars from like the front of the car uh like drop kicking people out of the car so i can hop in there in a second and then zoom off i am fly. i am flying or i am driving flying cars uh it's that kind of game and it's a game that i think it's it, it greg's prediction is interesting because i think the 77 number puts it in a place where i don't know if even saints row fans would disagree in terms of Metacritic what Saints Real is. I think Saints Real sits in that middle spot of we love these games because they're ridiculous and different and fun, but we don't necessarily look for the top of AAA polish uh, uh, from these games, right? Saints Row 4 is a game that, as a superhero, I would fly around and just fuck shit up and had a blast doing that. Um, They're sandboxes, and, right? That's what, and, yeah. I, and I know that gets thrown around and is used for a lot of different things, but i Saints Row always was
0: the sandbox game because you just jumped in, like you're saying, to fuck around, pick up a dildo bat, get in the cat thing, become a superhero, whatever. I think that. In 2022, that's a tall order. There's a lot of games that are letting you be a uh, letting you be a sandbox, letting you exist in sandbox worlds that do something different. So as you look back, I think, you know, I'm looking at Metacritic now. And granted, I'm looking, you know, one version of them, right? But Saints Row 4 on PC, 2013, 86. Saints Row the 3rd, 2011, 84. Uh, when they put out Reelected in 2015 on PS4, that got a 75. 2020, Saints Row, Reelected on Switch, gets a 71. Saints Row 2 on PC in 2009, 72. Like, you saw them go up as time went on, but I feel like that has passed, and so many other games have done that sandbox world so well. Yeah, I was I was going to say, like, I think the,
4: I think the, not necessarily a gimmick, but I think having a, an interactive open world was still such a big wow sort of selling point at that time in game development that if you had it, it was going to give you a lot of brownie points, and I do think that, nowadays we're kind of used to that we've seen it done really well before so what else has it got going for it is saints row going to deliver on a story is it going to have um is it going to have great dialogue and awesome characters that you meet like
0: from that trailer i, feel like I don't far, think so I feel
4: like far cry kind of does that already like in some ways that where it's you know, this is an 8 out of ten, seven out
0: of 10 game, you know. And I think, you know, the uh, comparison to uh, Crackdown, maybe not, you know, street to get get down to the minute details of like the street and the citizens there, I think it's a similar story in terms of what it was when it dropped and got popular, and then the amount of time that passed before you got there, right? You look at Crackdown uh, 2007 on Metacritic in 83, Crackdown 2, 2010, 70, Crackdown 3, 2019, 60. And it's that thing of just like gaming tastes and what's popular you know there's obviously gameplay is king that kind of thing sure but like types of games exist for a reason or are for a reason and i think that if gta was still just being what it was in gta 2 it wouldn't be there right like gta evolves and changes and you know really iterates on itself so, whereas i think saints row is trying to get back to center of what is a saints
1: row game oh it's the sandbox we get to do stuff i, I do see
0: I'll go, go, for for it, go
1: for it. Well, I was gonna say, I do see this uh, this Saints Row being that for them because they're also coming off of the Ages of Mayhem, which came out mm. in 2017. And if you're talking about Metacritic's right um, uh, on uh, Metacritic for oh, PS4. Let me sitting... guess. Guess four out of ten, four out of ten. <laughs> It's it's sitting at a 62 on Metacritic. Oh shit, that's way higher than. Oh no, Andy's gonna play it tonight on stream. (laughs) (laughs) It it is that. It is that that game (laughs) that came out from Volition that was different from Saints Row, and some people tried it, and it came out, and it, it totally got passed by because one, it did come out in 2017, which was which was an ultra stacked year for video games, but then also it just wasn't what people wanted from Volition in terms of hey, we're making a game that. Uh, is this you're switching between these superhero-like characters, but all or not superhero, but like uh, uh, like hero characters, like Overwatch, that type of hero? We're switching between these characters, but it's not multiplayer; it is single player. You have the third-person action like in Saints Row, but it's not Saints Row, right? Like it, it existed in this weird space that kind of sidetracked them. And I think a game like that makes them look at themselves and go, "How do we come back from this? How do we mm-hmm. make, how do we get back to form, and how do we go back to our roots and make a game that get, gets people in and?" I think them rebooting saints row is them trying to do that i think if they were making saints row 5 and it was the same characters and it was them following up on the superhero story and figuring out some other gimmick to try and make it work I would probably be in the same place where I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna work because Saints Row, Saints Row Four alone was already kind of controversial because it started off as DLC, turned into a full game, and like you just added superpowers in, uh, onto this character, and you're pretty much selling what is essentially a big expansion pack, right? Like that's kind of how people talked about it back then. Even though now looking back, I really, I still really do like Saints Row Four. Saints Row the reboot strikes me as them stripping back and i think part of this is from me watching the the, the uh, behind closed door preview is them kind of stripping back and going what makes these games great and i do think the a big part of it is personality and humor and all these things and i that's where i'm with you greg that they're not really displaying that stuff super well in the trailers and the marketing so far like i'm not laughed while watching these trailers so far i get the sense that they're trying to go for some of the tone that they had before but with how the, the world has changed within the last decade, right? Comedy evolves. the The things that we find humorous, right, evolves. And like, is Saints Row humor from 2013 going to work in 2022? I don't think so, and so it seems like they're gonna have to figure figure that out, which I think they are, and I think that's why you have the shift in like the main characters being these millennials that are starting a startup business, essentially that is like this big crime thing that they're calling Saints Row. I think that's where that come from comes from. And then I look at the open world, and I think that they're that they talked about as well in that preview was talking about the terrain and the different areas Mm -hmm. and how like okay, yeah, you have the city area, you have the desert area, you have different types of vehicles, you have the destruction, you have all these things. I right now for where I'm at with it, I think. I'm more uh, on the side of the marketing is bad more so than I think it is an indication on what the game is going to end up being just because like uh, the, 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 the things they say about it, give me belief. And also the fact that like, we've not gotten many open world city games uh, recently. We're getting a lot of open world games, especially this year between dying light breath of the wild and all these things, which I'm sure is going to come into the conversation in terms horizon. of review score horizon, right? That's for sure. Going to come into the conversation for review score for, for uh, Saints row. But I think the fact that like, when I think of, big open world games that take place in the city. The last one I can think of, maybe maybe there's more that I'm just I'm not I'm just forgetting, but the last one I think of is Cyberpunk and then like I do go to things like GTA Watch Dogs 2 Watch Dogs uh, Watch Legion. Dogs Legion. Yeah, that's a good one to throw yeah. out there there too. Yeah, Watch Dogs Legion came out last year or 2 years ago at this point. Uh those are few and far enough between and it's been so long since the Saints Row game that I I do foresee this game coming out and feeling like a breath of fresh air, at least for Saints Row fans and for fans of those types of games. Maybe for the wide player base, not as much because you you have all these other games to come to, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it.
0: And that's why I think mean, it's interesting to bring up Watch Dogs Legion, which was a breath of fresh air for that game, let alone that genre, right? And put it out there. And it was that, hey, we're going to give you all this kooky gameplay and different things and characters. And it just didn't hit work. Like it just didn't work for people in terms of, you know, mega success. I,
3: I don't remember what it actually came down for uh, reviews. It's on average. Watch Dogs. At yeah. 70.
0: 66, 72 here for PS5 and PC, respectively. Yep. 76 on Xbox.
3: how that game come out almost two years ago? Jesus, dude, it's this been day. 2020 a year, and months,
1: essentially. Days. but yeah, 2020.
2: So moving on to the next prediction. Andy, do you want to go? Or do you want me to go? I can go. Go for it.
1: Um, I
4: think one thing to kind of keep in the back of your mind, Greg Miller, keep in the back of your mind, right. we've right. talked blessing. And I have talked about this on games daily before, but I think the more and more, as time goes on, the Nvidia GeForce now leaks seem to be more and more correct. And the big omission there, for me, has always been that there is not a Bloodborne remaster. Mm. Uh, And it's something that we, you know, come to PC, Bloodborne, it's easy. Just port it to PC. Uh, But, you know, Lance McDonald on Twitter has done it before and put it on cracked PS4s or whatever. So I think the reason, I think that not being on that list is really telling. And I think that makes it even more clear that Bluepoint is working on the Bloodborne remaster. I don't care what they've been talking about. I don't care what the what Sony's saying about this is original content or whatever. I think they're going to re-envision it the same way they did Demon Souls. Um, or else it would have been on that list, along with Ghost of Tsushima coming to PC, along with Ratchet and Clank coming to PC, along with God of War and all the other stuff happening. So I think Bluepoint is remaking Bloodborne, and we will see it. We'll see a preview of it this year. I don't think it's coming out this year, though.
2: I, I hope it's gonna happen i think some of the details you said might be a little bit iffy in terms of like the remake remaster blah blah blah, all that stuff but blue point being involved is also one of the things that i'm not convinced about them making new content them doing that stuff that makes sense to me but i at this point i don't see them being the ones putting blue uh bloodborne on pc in any way or whatever that is like i i think that there's more of a chance of us getting bloodborne remastered that is just the, the frame rates and all that stuff but I don't know about the blue point involved
4: in. oh, I would not say necessarily even PC I was just thinking blood they do this the demon souls treatment with Bloodborne where it comes to PS5 not even that it comes to PC necessarily like the the idea that it's not the idea of the Bloodborne was nowhere to be seen on that list along with all those PC remasters when it likely should have been because it's one of the most popular uh most sought after games right now to come to pc after such a long time of it being out the i do think it's just going to be like a ps5 full remake um full assets like same engine most likely or you know whatever blue Point's doing with their engine but um it will be a full remake top to bottom
2: would this be the first time We've ever gotten a remake of a game one generation later.
4: Last of Us, isn't that happening?
2: I mean, that, we still don't know that that's happening. That's yeah.
0: the thing and, everyone's and that, talking about. But it, even but remember that was a ps 3 That's
1: two generations. Yeah, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: That that is the one reason why I find it difficult to believe is that like I I I do think Bloodborne feels so recent still, even though that was 2015. But even with that, I think there's enough diehard Bloodborne fans that. If you were to get, if you were to remake that game this soon, I think it would get nitpicked to death uh, in terms of oh the original Bloodborne you know like the the lighting looked like this which signified the moon changing or whatever and then you look at blue points and it's like oh you changed this texture which means that like this the artistic integ- integrity of of Miyazaki is lost. Uh, I think it will have way more of that stuff than something like Demon's Souls, which you know, for as old as that game is now, right? Which isn't that old, but old relatively old to Bloodborne. Yeah, It's old enough.
4: Yeah, or whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think, I remember seeing some of those takes, but they didn't drown out the conversation just because I think people were just happy to have that game playable in a new form. Bloodborne is still very playable and it still looks great. Like, I, I, I think that's the kind of game that you can get away with doing just a regular remaster of and adding in all the PS5 benefits. Like, do a PS5 director's cut of Bloodborne. I think that would sell as much uh, as a Bluepoint remake of Bloodborne, honestly, and I, I think you can get away with it that way and satisfy the fan base. Yeah. How does the fan base come down? You think if the
0: uh, the rumor of uh, Bluepoint making Bloodborne two pans out? Does I, I that don't get mean, them around that? No, no. I think that's even worse because that's
4: that's essentially Bluepoint coming up with their own lore, making yeah. up their own story where it's like giving Metal Gear to somebody else so much of the secret sauce is Miyazaki. Yeah, like you, a Metal Gear game without Kojima. What even is that? You know, and I, I feel that, I feel that whenever people ask me like Andy, when are you going to play Neo on stream? It's like, OK, like I, I know I know people love Neo one and two. I know those are really, really good games like mechanically. But so much of the experience is getting that Miyazaki touch. And I know that that those games don't have miyazaki whether it's still good or bad or not i, I don't know i haven't played them but i th- that would not go down well whatsoever with the hardcore souls community i'd still love it i think it'd still be cool but like the hardcore people who nitpicked demon souls to death would absolutely hate that would hate to any added story content being thought of uh in a world that miyazaki created
0: yeah, it's going to be fascinating because I think so many things get kicked around for Bluepoint, uh, you know, in what they should be working on, what they are working on. And then, yeah, even after they said, right, that they're working on something original, people are still like, well, a remake could be original. Well, <laughs> a sequel could be original.
1: Give me Shadow Colossus, too.
2: Oh, dude, I'd be so in. <laughs> right uh, I was just thinking there have been remakes that are one generation later. Mario All-Stars. That was NES mm-hmm. or NES to SNES. There was uh, Resident Evil, the GameCube remake. That was PlayStation. Mm. And then Twin Snakes. Same thing. Anyway. That was a long time ago. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. In recent times, it's been more remaster or yeah, remaster and go for there. Yeah.
4: Um I mean I mean that's what I mean, like the thing is it's it's twenty a game in twenty fifteen that still they were learning the early sort of like games in twenty fifteen at the beginning of that generation seem like They almost even look like two generations ago as to when they were made. So like if I predict this thing will be coming out in 2023, let's say, I I think eight years is Mm. a decent amount, a decent chunk of time um, to see some sort of update to that, because if it was just getting a PC ported, I think it would have been on that leak.
1: One thing I'll throw in there too is I know now we see Bluepoint as being the studio that specializes in these big ground up remakes, right between Shadow Colossus and Demon Souls. But once upon a time they were doing remasters, and they did do the Shadow Colossus Uncharted. Eagle Collection and Uncharted and all that stuff. I could see them being like, "Hey, we just got done with Demon Souls. Let's do. Let's take on a, a bit of a smaller project comparatively, and just remaster Bloodborne and not do the full remake tre- treatment." we'll do our own like don't call it the director's cut he's not the director but um you know let's take this in ourselves and polish it and have it be the same core game but make it run as smoothly and make it look even hotter just in terms of like but that's the, thing. the textures here and there we not to remake it but like let's do work on it but that's the thing even if they
4: did work on it to in my opinion it would have been on that leak it would have been on all the other pc mm. port leaks uh, just like god of war and and uh and horizon, horizon. and all that shit was or whatever i forget what was on the list um but yeah, I think if it was just getting that treatment, I think it would have been on that list. Yeah, it's an interesting point. We'll Wait, so is
1: your prediction that it will happen or that it won't happen?
4: That it's getting a full remake. Oh, PS5. Not Our not, next a, project, not, a, on PC. not a PC thing.
0: Yeah, Our next project, we're working on a, a original content right now. We're working on original content right now. We can't talk about what it is, but that's the next step in the evolution for us. We'll President see. Marco. We said.
1: multiple projects at the same time.
0: Yeah, totally. Our next
1: project, <laughs> and I don't get me wrong. Like, I <laughs> a day, a day after day, it's the normal.
0: You know, every you know, every so often on Games Daily, when we look way too much into a quote or a tweet, we're really like, "Why are you overanalyzing this?" And yet, it's because we I've been doing it for fifteen years, and people will bend PR and break speak. definitions left and right to make it. So it's like the words are picked for a reason. Original content. So is it a remake with original things in it? Is it a sequel to it with its the original idea? Is it? fucking metal gear like what is it was it gonna be what's it gonna be we'll see I guess my
2: first prediction Tim I want to hear your first prediction right now in 2022 IGN will give three games a 10 out of 10.
0: oh oh I like this prediction I like this a lot so far okay
2: yeah because the the thing with that I was like looking into it and that sounds wild to me like like holy shit there's definitely never well. I wanted it yeah exactly <laughs> I was like it it's unlikely to me that there's been a year with three so I thought three would have been breaking breaking the the mold but it has actually happened in 2018 and in 2020 yeah and 2021 had two so to clarify for this I am only counting new games not counting like remasters or ports or or whatever if if it's a full-on remake and it's a new like new game you know what the hell I'm talking about that counts but uh Disco Elysium Final Cut got a 10 that doesn't count But Deathloop and Forza Horizon 5 got 10s this year. And then in uh, 2020, Spelunky 2, Crusader Kings 3, and Last of Us Part 2 got 10s. But in addition to that, uh, Flight Simulator on Xbox and Overwatch got it. Mm. But that doesn't count. And What
3: what was the third game in 2018? Because I know it was God of War and Celeste. Red Dead Redemption 2. Undertale. Red Dead
2: Redemption 2. 2018. Undertale wasn't Undertale came game. out in 2015. It was Red
0: Dead Redemption 2. I'm it was, it was looking at IGN.com. Okay. <laughs> it's Undertale
2: and Red Dead Redemption 2. So there was four then in
0: 2018. Uh, Undertale
3: know, came Undertale
0: out. Undertale know, wasn't a g- new game, though. Undertale yeah. is on IGN
1: listed as a 2017 game. It was Red oh, that Dead was when it, Redemption 2. That's when it came to PlayStation. Two. It came out in, on PC in uh, yeah, 2015. That was, that was it 2015. Got reviewed. That's game of the year
3: 2015, not
2: 2017, you know? Cool. Was I'm just Red looking at IGN's list. But... <laughs> uh 3 games 10 out of 10 in 2022 for my GN specifically for my GN um i don't know what they're going to be Oh, I think it goes see
0: those three games sprinkle oh. in the
4: sex
2: sprinkle uh, in the sex i three i sprinkle in the, the, the sex, sex sprinkle cool. <laughs> either get I either get it a point or not for the three. That's what I'm saying. They can't just be having bullshit ass things. I don't okay. want partial credits if two fucking games get it. I don't deserve two thirds the points. Oh, man. Uh, oh, shifting shifting, our, shifting away from the
4: everyone we know at IGN, and just like start hey, guys, I know this game was a 10, but what if it's a 9.5? Like,
1: yeah, what's, what if it's a 9.9 GTA signature is? <laughs> so then shifting away out of your prediction then and just talking generally, do you have ideas of what would get a 10 out of 10 this year? i mean the so the the point of my prediction is
2: that there's a lot of potential this year for amazing quality games like i and i don't want to say too much because i think uh it would spoil a future prediction that i'm making but Mm -hmm. i think that we are going to get one of the greatest years in video game history and i think that we were were primed for that uh with 2020 and it ended up actually happening even despite all of the the chaos of the world like we end up getting multiple 10 out of 10 quality games things like last of us part two Last year was where we really started to see the kind of, like, issues of things getting delayed, the big projects getting pushed back, um, and, like, I don't want to say none, but the majority of the major titles that were planned for last year did not happen last year. They're now happening this year with more time, with more understanding for developers to be able to work work from home conditions or whatever the state of the world is. Sure, there still might be some games that don't make it. Does Breath of the Wild make it? Does God of War make it? I don't know, but I think both of those have a lot of potential to hit that 10 out of 10 horizon i think has potential to hit a 10 out of 10 from looking at the review today or the preview that Dornbush did on ign i think it's going to get a 10 out of 10 uh so we'll see i think that'll be the soonest one we we get blessing
1: You've, pre- you've pretty much canceled out one of my predictions, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cross this one out. But I was going to make the prediction that by the end of this year, there will be a debate on whether or not 2022 is as good, if not better, a year for video game releases than 2017. And my argument was going to be that at the forefront of that conversation will be Horizon Forbidden West, Breath of the Wild 2, God of War, Ragnarok, Starfield, Pokemon Legends, Arceus, and Surprise Game of the Year contenders that we don't know about yet. You didn't even mention Elden Ring. Oh, fuck, yeah. See, I didn't even mention Elden Ring. That's a good point.
2: Yeah, Damn. I think Elden Ring the right there to be ten out of ten as well. What a
1: year. Yeah.
2: Holy so. shit.
4: About thirty hours, bless you here. Thirty hours. Dude, I Eldon did here, here.
0: Oh, I'm gonna get lost in that game. Woo!
2: But before Blessing gets lost, let me tell you about our sponsors.
0: There are a ton of worthwhile goals to set for yourself this year, and personally, learning a new language with Babbel is at the top of my list. Babbel is the addictively fun, fast, and easy language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg, and as you know, I'm in love with a French-Canadian named jean Saint-Ange. And uh, Jen, of course, uh, first language is French. She learned English later on. And I've been trying to learn French, but I keep falling off. I've got Babbel on my phone. I'm ready to do it in 2022. Other language learning apps use AI for their Lesson plans, but Babel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. You can choose from 14 different languages like Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. I could probably use that for English. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code Funny, all one word. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code Funny. Babbel, language for life. When it comes to getting a good night's sleep, there's only one thing you need, a good mattress. Forget all those gimmicks like mattress toppers and weighted blankets. If your mattress is terrible, your sleep is going to be terrible. So get the only thing you truly need a purple mattress. Only purple mattresses have the gel flex grid. It's a super stretchy, ultra squishy material that adapts and flexes around pressure points and doesn't retain heat. How do I know? Well, I talked to a young man named Timothy Geddes and Timothy swears by the purple pillow. Then on top of that, he used to have a roommate named Joey Noel who swore by her purple mattress. That's right. Kind of funny sleeping all over this purple stuff and loving every minute of it. Uh, Getting a great night's sleep starts with having a great mattress. Get a purple mattress. Go to purple.com slash kind of funny and use the code kind of funny. For a limited time, you can get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash kind of funny. Code kind of funny for 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash kind of funny. Promo code kind of funny. Terms apply.
1: Prediction number two. Bless xbox will acquire sega
0: sega that's the prediction
1: i make that prediction because i think it'll be their way of trying to get a trying to grow their market in japan alongside getting big ip like sonic the hedgehog and others but i think being able to own yakuza and persona and have atlas in their pocket i think that goes a long way in terms of uh uh like getting them in in terms of selling xboxes in japan right i think that's the thing they've been trying to do for a very long time and have not not had as great of success uh with and they've been i think they've been proving for a while that like they really want to try and make it work and on game pass you see all these yakuza games come into the service you see final fantasy you see plenty of other uh uh japanese you see you saw them announce uh fantasy star online too or just online. Mm-hmm. You see them announcing that game or announcing that game years ago and that coming to Xbox as well. Right? I think they're making moves and I
3: think that them acquiring Sega is going to be their biggest move. See, that's going to happen and then Persona's still only going to release on PlayStation for some reason.
2: <laughs> I predicted I almost every year that Sega gets uh, acquired by Sony and I still think that it's more likely to be Sony than than Xbox. I I know that the acquisition conversations right now is all over the place and it, you can just throw out a ton of different words and there's a 50% chance of it happening just based on where we're at. I don't think that PlayStation is in this like snatch and run type situation where they need to uh, catch up in any way. Like they're doing their own thing. And I I think that they're going to stay the course of their plan. So to me, it's only going to happen if that was already the plan for them to acquire Sega, not like, oh fuck, we have to react to what Xbox Mm. just did. What Mm -hmm. can we do? Um, But I do think that the, that conversations at least happened uh, over the last couple of years. And I think that, it is more likely to be PlayStation than Xbox.
4: I I, I think that we might even see, like Blessing is mentioning right now, uh, really wanting Yakuza. I think we might see maybe some sort of timed release stuff for Yakuza in the future, as opposed to just buying them up completely. Because we've seen the love that Xbox Game Pass has gotten with the Yakuza series and how popular those games have gotten because of Xbox Game Pass. And I could see some sort of relationship furthering there where, you know, maybe we get the next couple games in this series uh timed exclusive sort of stuff but what i wanted to say first was i would love it if like phil spencer was like yeah we know we i really want it i really want sega like oh because you want like persona and yakuza like no i just really want master chief and the super monkey ball i just gotta have him (laughs) i gotta gotta see his ass in
2: there (laughs) last thing i want to say on that too is i don't think we're going to see xbox acquiring japanese studios like, your point is a really good one of them wanting to. I don't think the Japanese studios are going to go through with it. I don't think that's Sega specific. I think that Capcom, Sega, uh, Konami, like, I think a lot of them are – that is going to be the next level of shock for me when it comes to to acquisitions. This reminds me, like, of Smash Brothers where it's like there's the rules of character reveals and, like, well, shit, third parties uh, option now. Damn, that opens up the the floodgates, like, so – so much to different options i think that's kind of where we're at right, right now you look at xbox and it's been a bunch of western developers and i think that's just a western type of business that they're doing um so i i think that's why i'm still leading on the playstation side being a japanese company even though it's based in america for playstation and all that mm-hmm. stuff
1: do you count square enix in that
2: i do yeah square capcom and square capcom konami and uh sega are the ones and then nintendo but that's a whole other conversation prediction
0: number two greg here's what i want to do oh um, i want to have a question real quick i want to have a sidebar here mm -hmm. of course infamously this year i was falsely persecuted by all of you for having boring predictions predicting games weren't going to come out and stuff like that i'm willing to lay those aside for this year and let the dice roll as long as nobody else is going to do it nobody else is going to come out here and be like breath of the wild isn't happening this year that kind of shit are we all of a gentleman's agreement on that or should I use that right now as my pick cuz I that's written on my thing I'm not saying I need to say it right now I can keep it spicy I can keep it 100. I think you go for it Greg I think you go for it. I think you deserve this right But are
4: you going to cheat Are you got to a cheat red me eye you got, got to a red I eye mean, you, uh,
1: you don't have to get, ask his permission to have boring predictions you can You're just all have a boring up prediction, right Greg. now Greg but
0: while I'm trying to, and I want to make a fun show for you, Bless, mm-hmm. I want to make sure you're happy so you don't quit <laughs> like Jared or Andrew <laughs> or Imran or all the other people who die after this show. It's either me or Andy. It's either me or Andy. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, Dark Horse could be Tim. I want hey, to bounce spice. We got to figure out which one it was going to so be. So do you want me to be, what do I do, Tim? You're the host. Do I need yeah, yeah, I want you to, to listen to your heart. You can. I mean, I'm, you already just said that. Save that prediction for the last one. See where Greg, we are what,
1: what you're doing right now is you're trying to shift blame for the end of the year when we tally up the predictions and go, "Oh, Greg got last place." Oh, well, that's because I asked you guys and you guys said to like to go spicy. That's why <laughs> I got last. Place. That's good. exactly I'm what we're doing shit here, Greg. about Greg. No
2: matter what happens, like,
1: no matter what the predictions are, whether he wins or loses, like
2: we're
4: talking okay. shit. Here we go. Gentlemen, Andy, gentlemen's Andy, agreement. Number gentlemen's one, agreement.
0: Number one games journalist Andy Cortez. What are you saying? Gentlemen's agreement.
4: Right. We don't give you it. we don't give you shit if you're right. However, you need to put a date on it. And if that date is wrong in 2023, minus 2 points for you. Holy shit. Hello.
1: Retroactive <laughs> in
4: 2023. Yeah. For the 2023 prediction yep that's devious andy yeah 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 that, that's nice. i agree
0: 100 percent, and that will i will not fucking <laughs> not at all i'm not playing with that that's fire <laughs> wow. instead what i'll do is this i'll let you know ladies and gentlemen this is one one that i love that i believe in but i don't actually think will happen this year but i want it implanted all of your brains so that when it does happen you can say greg was wrong but greg was right you know what i mean greg was wrong for the year but he was right so yeah. I, I i i massaged this one a bit Because I don't think you'll get an official announcement really, all right? But here it is. More is learned about Assassin's Creed Infinity. Remember this game? Assassin's Creed Infinity, Mm -hmm. The, the we're gonna have an Assassin's Creed thing. They'll be able to give you more content throughout the years. Uh Clint Hawking's working on it, it's Ubisoft Montreal and Quebec working on it together. But here's what I think will leak out. Namely it stars Cassandra from Assassin's Creed Odyssey as she crisscrosses history tracking down the alien artifacts and all that shit. I played all of Odyssey for like a gajillion hours. I played the crossover stuff you're seeing here with Eivor, both in Odyssey and in Valhalla, and I don't even fucking remember. She's yeah, we're getting I'm getting balls that make people mad. <laughs> I think they're from the fucking
3: I think they're pieces of Eden. I don't even understand what the fuck's
0: happening in the overall Assassin's Creed shit anymore. I just understand this. do, do um, they eat the balls or what? No, no, you don't eat the balls. It just drives you fucking crazy when you oh, touch it. Even Cassandra's even like friends. Spoilers World for uh, the the content that you should have played already. Um, I think that this is why, out of the blue, we got this crossover with Valhalla and Odyssey where you see uh, Cassandra here talking to Eivor. Uh, the Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, part of the story DLC is very much the epilogue to Cassandra's story. Uh, I've talked about the show I know before, maybe ps I love you, where you know it's her going on a vacation that's supposed to be a weekend. It lasts for like six months. Her friends have to come get her and be like, "You got to come do this thing." And it's some bullshit. They start up, but then it runs her into a lifelong quest. Now, and if you aren't spoilers for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, if you're not aware, she's like a mortal. So. But when we get to Valhalla, she crosses over with Eivor because obviously she's an assassin too. The whole thing's there. There's another piece of crazy shit happening there. I think that that is how they will set up the Infinity game. I think the idea there is that maybe, and I use stars, Cassandra, maybe rotates or revolves around her is a better way. Because I could see... You say if if it's going to be that you're going to be playing as Cassandra, I it might get wonky of like, well, what are you leveling up and how do you keep going? It, it might be her going to different times, different places where we get a new assassin and we go through and do it. And you build it up and you get all your RPG points and yada, yada, yada. And then when you come to your infinity screen, you choose... I'm getting into the weeds. What I'm saying in this prediction is that at some point in the same way, Bloomberg, you know, broke the news of Assassin's Creed infinity, then got a confirmation from Ubisoft somewhere in here. You're going to see the rumor start. And I don't think you'll get a confirmation from Ubisoft, but it'll be that this game, Assassin's Creed infinity is somehow revolving around Cassandra and her timeless quest to go throughout history, doing this.
3: Interesting. Barry, you're my
0: Assassin's Creed boy. Mm. What do you think of that?
3: I think it's a cool idea. It's, um, I think it's too cool of idea uh, of what Ubisoft is going to be doing in the future uh, with their games. So I don't think it's going to be that cool of an idea of whatever they yeah. do with uh, Infinity or whatever the fuck it's called. So yeah, I could, I would, I would love that to be the case of like Cassandra being the the, the through line there, the linchpin. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just I, I don't have hope for whatever the the hell this okay. project okay. is. But it, if it is, if you are correct, i I'm I'm, I'm going to check it out.
4: It's all quiet on the Western Front, everybody. Okay, maybe the Eastern Front, because I'm talking about Australia. A little developer named Team Cherry. We're gonna get. It. We're gonna get a Nintendo Direct indie. In I don't. I, I'm not gonna call it a month. It's gonna be in the summer. Oh, okay. It's gonna be in the summer. We're gonna get a Nintendo Direct indie. We're gonna finally see hollow knight Silk Song, and we're gonna get a release that fucking day dude that goddamn day it's been so long where has this game been uh team chair recently kind of updated their gog profile the the game's gog profile on on, on uh good old games or what's it called good
0: that's right you know, I, I think they just call it gog then i, I rarely ever hear it. yeah Greg. i usually just say gog um
4: I think we will get a day and date uh sort of release of like here it is it's Hollow Knight Silk Song it's available to buy right now and we're going to lose our shit and Greg's going to go Greg's going to say uh, f- uh holy holy ding dong that's what you're going to say oh. on the on the review when we do the the reaction is what you're going to yeah, say
0: yeah when we're watching live in the Nintendo Direct that's holy, for extra bonus points dog. That's
4: tip of the cap bonus points though so mm. if he doesn't say it not
0: on me yeah that's Everybody, area. I will need help remembering that line. So every morning before a Nintendo Direct, please just tweet me "Holy Ding Dong." No context mm-hmm. needed. I'll remember. Exactly. If he exactly. doesn't say, it, minus
4: points for him. In fact.
0: <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: man, you're tough but fair, Andy. I appreciate
2: it. <laughs> I, I think you're you're spot on, Andy. That when we do see Hollow Knight Silk Song, it will be a and it's ready today release. I don't know exactly if it's going to be in a Nintendo Indie thing and and the timing and all of that, but I, I do think that that is
3: the. I don't think the it's this year, it. Andy. I'm sorry. I'm oh. sorry, bud. Oh, Dude, I think Silk Song is the Cuphead DLC. I think Silk the new Cuphead DLC.
1: <laughs> See, I was gonna say if, if Cuphead DLC long. can come out, I got faith in Hollow Knight Silk
3: Song, Andy. I think it's gonna happen.
4: Thank you, blessing. Thank you. somebody believes in Cuphead this. Cuphead
3: DLC I think was announced before even Hollow Knight came out, right? Cuphead DLC was
1: announced before Cuphead came out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. think that was announced that... for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: my next one this is the the follow-up one 2022 will be the sequel to nintendo's 2017 and at some point in the year and this is where it gets iffy because of pandemic and all the stuff and delays and shit so i'm not saying these games are going to come out this year that is the plan though and that is my prediction is that the plan is for these games to come out in 2022 but my prediction is at some point in 2022 Nintendo will have announced Splatoon 3, a new Mario Kart, a new Mario 3D game, Breath of the Wild 2, all with 2022 dates. Or 2022 can be the date. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, the I window. Know. The window, yeah. But at some point this year, we'll have that. And none of us are going to believe it. But we didn't, get say, for,
4: we didn't get that for Splatoon 3, right? We just got
2: i don't know i, think, I don't know I think splatoon I 3 think it might have been twenty twenty two. they might have said that already but at okay. some point i think that their plan is to do that because in 2017 we got odyssey we got breath of the wild we got mario Kart Eight deluxe and we got splatoon 2. so i think we're going to get all those again and when you think about what that means for nintendo's year it's fucking insane because that's not even including like pokemon legends uh coming out this week and then later we got uh, like the, the kirby game and all that stuff Sorry, but keep I mean. it in mind which in 2017. Great um the switch came out in march so they didn't have a january and february to have fun right. with so I'm, I'm feeling good about that and this is just the tip of the hat spicy shit i think that two of the three games from ign are going to be nintendo games
1: i Whoa. love this prediction it also this is another prediction that steals one of my predictions and so good game tim you're killing it uh the prediction G- i was going to make was that nintendo would finally announce mario kart 9 and it'll come with an interesting twist uh possibly bringing back double dash mechanics or something of that ilk something what? that the makes twist this they call it, it 10 Oh yeah, that's what everyone's denied. saying. Oh, yeah, that, makes, but yeah. that's
3: the isn't that the report? You're just predicting the report.
1: With that, there the, the, which which part the
3: Mario Kart? The, there's an interest. No, interest. Hey, the, you I, can do th- it. I I
1: talk about news so much on Games Daily that I forget which ones are real and which ones are fake. And so, predicting yeah, a report's gonna that. happen.
2: I, I think it's it's totally yeah. fair game. But no, the, the the rumor is it's gonna be Mario Kart crossover, but the cross is like an X. It's gonna be a the Mario Kart 10. Oh, okay.
4: Which mm-hmm. I buy, and I, that excites the fuck out of me. Cross over. I would, I would I like to smash add. Shit. I would like to add a tip of the cap to Tim's prediction, but again, he gets minus points if it's wrong. Blessing will become a really big Splatoon fan for at least like a at least a couple of weeks. He will finally wow. see the light mm-hmm. and like finally become the person he was meant to be—a uh, Splatoon fan.
1: Yeah, a Squid Kid. I hope so. Squid Kid. Squid Kid. I also really hope Tim's prediction is right, and I and me I think <laughs> I think I agree with you. I think this year might be. The second best year for the switch uh i I could i could if breath of the wild two hits of course like if that hits if pokemon legends Arceus uh is great the way that it seems like it might be great if kirby the forgotten land looks or uh, comes out as good as it looks because that game looks great for a kirby game and you know if if we get a cart in a mario i think that'll go a long way in terms of us going ah shit this year was the shit like we we're really here again where we're experiencing peak nintendo i think that's a possibility I think what gets, like, spiciest for me is
2: asking for both Mario Kart and a 3D Mario is, like, yeah. so much. But when you think about those teams, you think about what they have been or have not been doing the last couple of years, it, I, it adds up. And, like, that's the other thing, too, is the Mario Kart team uh, in year one of the Switch in 2017, they did ARMS as well. And that was both that year. I don't think we're going to get an arms, but I think arms is replaced by Kirby and, and things like that. Okay. And we also um, have Bayonetta
1: three, which Bayonetta two got a ten out of ten from GameSpot, right? Like this is a highly anticipated game as well.
4: That's um, how I was going to ask about.
1: That's how I was going to ask about. Yeah. Next prediction: Bless. <sighs> Video game TV shows will only increase in quality and output, uh, and there's going to be no less than five video game series TV adaptations of quality released in 2022. And by of quality, I mean things that we would compare to something like the Witcher or Arcane in terms of, oh man, this video game adaptation is incredible for a TV series. I think we're going to get at least five of those this year. And this isn't part of my prediction, but I'll also say that I think leading that charge will be the last HBO show. Dude, uh, there you, you we,
2: me and you, same wavelength here. I had a, a prediction that was uh for video game TV shows and movies of which there'll be more this year than we've ever seen before, there will be more good than bad. So, yeah, I that's it's a fair assessment. It's interesting. Halo oh, yeah. trailer announced to be dropping this Sunday, so we'll see how that goes. We have the, yeah. the Cuphead trailer right here, which I'm pretty and yeah, if we talk about for. things that are
1: announced, right? We got Halo, we got Cuphead, we got uh, Last of Us, and I'm sure there's more announced that don't cut my head because I don't think about TV as often as games, mm-hmm. but like. That's three right there that I have big faith in. At least Cuphead and and Last was I have big faith in Halo. I've not been keeping up with, but I've not been hearing bad things about that either.
4: You know, we're gonna get a hint of Tim. This is my. I'm throwing this on there just as a bonus for me. Okay, tip Mm -hmm. of the hat for me. Mm -hmm. Tip of the hat. We're gonna get uh, a reveal this year, likely at Netflix's. What do they call it? Their Geek Week. Geek Week, yeah. At Netflix, uh, Geek Week, we're going to get a glimpse at the Hyperlight Drifter animated show from Adi Shankar. I thought it guess the Devil May Cry. We, no, well, I mean that that pol- that maybe too. I mean, hey, shoot, Tim, don't God, don't get it. me wrong. I think the Hyperlight Drifter show is something that he was asked about, and it's something that I failed to ask when we had him on the when we had him on the kind of funny podcast, and he was asked from other people about it, and he was like. We're making a lot of good progress on it. Really excited yeah. about it. Yeah, and see it. We'll see how gonna, this goes. We're gonna get a glimpse at it this year.
1: Speaking of all that too, like there's the the I know people aren't as excited about Cyberpunk anymore, but I know they announced uh, that anime a while ago, and I think that probably hit 2022. And maybe that's incredible. You know, maybe that's good. And then yeah. there, yeah, there is like the Far Cry stuff too, and the, all the, all those Ubisoft oh, uh, stuff oh, that God. they talked about. Yeah, at E3, that this is still pending in terms of when that stuff's gonna come out, but. Yeah, I th- I think video game TV is only getting better and better. And uh, yeah, again, no less than five is the pr- is like yeah. my official prediction. That's interesting. TV and track. then
2: my prediction, I was also including movies. And like so, just off the top of my head, there's Uncharted, there's Sonic, and there's Mario. Uncharted, I think that overall the reception is not going to be great, uh, but I don't think it's going to be a trash fire. And then which is an improvement over video game movies of the, of the past. Sonic Two, I imagine, will be at least as good as Sonic One. And Mario, I think it's going to be a banger. So we'll see how this all goes. Greg Miller, what's, what's your next prediction?
0: Where do I want to go with you right now, Timothy? We're going to go good. Here? Well, this is sad for me. Nobody else cares. Uh, Avengers adds She-Hulk this year. But around their two-year anniversary, they announced they're ceasing development beyond regular maintenance. Uh, you know, to keep it for upkeep or whatever. But like, active development is done. Uh, nothing beyond that because they're going to work on dot 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 a new Tomb Raider.
2: Hey, <laughs> How are you going to say it there's scene? a lot there? So do they? I have two questions for you, Greg. Sure. One is, uh, do they actually announce the Tomb Raider project? And two, why She-Hulk?
0: All right. So number one, do they actually announce the Tomb Raider project? Honestly, I think they do. And I think it's because give the good give the bad news with some good news, right? Like that, you know, it, hey you know how they're gonna do it right we learned a lot from avengers Uh, they did a whole bunch of things here you know we tried something new we branched out we did all these different things uh we've accomplished what we can or whatever we want with it. and now we're gonna go back to you know what crystal dynamics is it's tomb raider we're gonna go back to that i think you know i don't think they're gonna talk about what it is i would think it's gonna be a reboot i don't think you go back to the series you've done with shadow and all that stuff i think that uh especially after the last one which was shadow right is that right Mm-hmm. seems like that was yeah. like poorly received and granted it was done uh by the folks up north and not uh them they helped out with it yada, yada yada anyways i think they need a fresh start with it something fresh probably even pare it back a bit because i'm sure these people are anxious to put something out that single player and can just be what they love doing which i would think is tomb raider even though i know they are helping on a perfect arc um however So that's what I think for number one. So I think you do say that, so you have something good to say of like you don't make it look like it's all doom and gloom. Be like, hey, we're ending Avengers, but we're excited for our next project, which is going to be this. Uh, And then the question, why She-Hulk? She-Hulk's been rumored forever. And uh, over my time off, uh, somebody, I forgot what it was, tweeted whatever the fuck about somebody. she-hulk buddy somebody <laughs> tweeted over. about uh, she-hulk being in the game or whatever like uh, and I forget if it was off of a, a leak because again she's been leaked before and stuff like that but it was basically like hey this voice actress is going to play she-hulk and that voice actress like quote tweeted it and put like a green and purple heart and then it quickly deleted it or whatever yeah because somebody was like that's not an official announcement you need to do that so yeah. it's almost this question I, I'm I I put it out there because, again, it seems like it's a foregone conclusion that that they would still add her if she's out there uh, accidentally uh, talking about it or whatever. I almost just at the last second pulled up and just put it that it's over this year because that, I think, is definitely happening. I think, you know, they get there. But it's like, even right now, you go to the Avengers subreddit and it's aflame with posts that are just like, is this all over? (laughs) Like, is it done? Cause like social media is just advertising stuff. The roadmap they promised for uh, 2022 that was supposed to happen in 2021. They announced in December, Hey, it's not there yet. We're not putting it out yet. Don't worry though. You'll get it. They still haven't put it out or communicated about it. Like and you know, it's that push and pull obviously all the time of like, I'm sure the developers would love to talk about what they're working on. But if square Enix is, you know, sort of Damocles above their head as always, they are the ones holding it back and where does it go but if she Hulk's that far along that has she has a voice voice actress that seems like they're ramping up to something i would think they still do it uh and of course jeremy uh, Donathan, the live chat calls out the disney plus show as well maybe for once they're trying to time this shit out you know what i mean yeah. to actually get it to go around the same time of like all right cool she Hulk's in the game and in the, in, on disney plus and maybe they're trying to make it like a black panther thing even though i doubt it would be that n- not nearly that big but it'd be bigger than spider-man who knows but i think the sun is definitely setting on Avengers. Hmm. I'm sorry, Greg. It's okay. I, it's that thing where I've I've had my fun with it. I've I had a great time with yeah. Avengers, obviously. And now that I have the kid, I never have time to go raid or anything. So what does it doesn't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Cortez. Uh, I think this
4: year we get definitive uh, presentations about Riot Games putting their games on console. There's been a lot of talks about how Riot has been. Um, And they've been interviewed and mentioned, yeah, we're experimenting with putting Valorant on console. We're experimenting with Wild Rift on console. I think there will be kind of a big blowout news day that they end up doing similar to like getting a BlizzCon. Uh, But it'll be that Valorant is coming to consoles. League of Legends Wild Rift, which has been highly rumored to be coming to consoles, that it's actually coming to consoles. And we'll get a date whenever it's coming. And then uh, we'll get a date for Project L, which is their fighting game. Please. Uh, I think that's going to be a big, I think that's going to happen this year, likely this summer, uh, around the time of E3. We'll get some sort of news about that.
1: I agree. I, I think with Project L, especially, that's a game. I understand why Valorant doesn't come to console day and date, obviously, because that is supposed to be a, something that's more akin to a Counter Strike, right? That is a strategic, tactical, first person shooter that you want people to have mouse and keyboard to be able to be on par with each other and, and uh, have that competitive nature to it and you know it's obvious why other riot games aren't on console as well i think project l does change the game in terms of yeah if you launch this day and date on console this game can live there like the console could do a lot for the for this game because this isn't the type of game that you need to have a pc for that pc does any better uh, against console console 4 for any particular reason uh and i could see that being the thing that leaves that charge and then yeah flows into also we're putting this, these other games out on console as well this is our big push my question for you andy is what do they call their blizzcon
4: Mm. oh I don't know uh, f- uh time right fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh riot, something like Riot let's date. have a riot. Just, I was going to say
1: like the Riot Day or Riot Night or something
4: yeah oh Riot, riot cool. Night cool I like Riot yeah. Night yeah they're going we'll to have their version of BlizzCon it's going to be Riot Night and we're going to get Wild Rift on console like whatever release date Um, Valorant on console release date and project l maybe not a release date but just a here's a deeper look at it as opposed to the we kind of were first forced to show it because of leaks you know
2: my next one xbox finally does what i've been thinking they're going to do and now think they're going to more than ever release a dongle xbox series (laughs) Mm. something and it's gonna be a dongle that, that allows you to just plug it in. You plug it in control or no, you have to say the control. letter. You have to you say have the it. letter. D, Xbox
1: series, <laughs> series
3: D. <laughs> Get that D. <laughs> uh, no, it won't be D. Um Will it be Z? Like uh, it wasn't like Z a rumor. I don't know. Yep, I, S, I, yep, I, X series yeah.
2: D? Spelling I don't know. To know. To I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't a letter. You know what? That's my predictions. It's not a letter xbox series something Omega. that's not a letter and uh i, I can see them doing it because I, I i'm to explain what the device is and differentiate it from the others i think it won't be a letter uh but i i think it's a foregone conclusion we're going to get this thing it's just a matter of timing and i do think it's going to be i think originally it would have been later than 2022 but i think it will be this year because we're still in such a chip shortage situation and xbox if it's not obvious have been gearing up for just a complete takeover of game releases that has totally started last fall uh with back to back to back to back bangers and they're just going to kind of continue that as we're leading into starfield they want as many people to be able to play on game pass as possible and they're going to keep giving reasons for people to be able to do that I don't think that they want to limit their own supply of consoles uh with how limited the series s and x are even now granted they're not the hardest things to get now but they minimize any difficulty to entry uh to get people playing these games so i i think that that'll that happen that also could get them in the conversation of hardware sales up like xbox has been focusing on the game pass numbers so much because they're super impressive uh but i think putting out a super cheap dongle like 50 dollars or less um could really kind of turn the tides in like their hardware sales of just being able to put a number out there being like there are x amount of xbox series consoles uh in the wild including these things
1: i i just checked my uh document to make sure it's private because this is three for three now <laughs> tim taking predictions that i also wrote down uh i 100 agree i could see it i think it makes sense i think it is part of the strategy and i think yeah it helps them to, to to get xbox anywhere and everywhere they can and yeah smooth out as many barriers as possible in order to get into that ecosystem and play game pass games and so yeah, i'm surprised i'm honestly surprised they haven't already done it me too Bye, Andy. Bye, Andy. <laughs> just just clearing up my video.
4: Did it get clear? What if they call uh, the
0: chats? I, uh, the one calling this out. What if they call it? Uh, the X cast for the stick. That makes, oh, makes we sense. We sue them. All right. Just make sure we're on the same page. I So that's I'm
3: possible. ready for a
0: fight. I'm ready for a fight. We, we sue okay. them
3: but, or they buy us. Who knows?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that they'd want to keep the series branding. Because See, I, I think I the series that. gets
3: confusing with like the whole, is it a con like between, I feel like you, you keep this. Is it a console? Brand, brand, I don't know. To the consoles. And then you, you just call this something else. That's not a Xbox but, series,
2: but that's why, but I think that they're going to do it. Cause they want to count this as a console. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
2: I'm with I Tim want this that. to be a console for them. Sure. I think that the, they have X cloud. They have all these other ethereal things and apps and stuff like,
4: their hardware, I think, is going to be this Xbox Series line of hardware, like Series I, the Internet, like just the it stands for something or whatever the fuck, like
0: Series I,
1: the Internet. It stands for something.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Bless. all in the box. <laughs> What's
2: your next one?
1: This is one that is going to gonna is gonna be two predictions in one, but I think they're a little bit linked, which is why I'm combining them into uh, the same prediction. PlayStation VR doesn't release in 2022, and consoles will still be really difficult to get by the end of the year. Uh, I link those because I think the reason why PSVR 2 doesn't come out at the end of the year is because consoles, uh, PS5 specifically, are going to be very difficult to get, and it's not worth releasing PSVR 2 if it's still super difficult to get a PS5 and there aren't as many PS5s uh, out there. Um, but to even elaborate on that more, right, I think... I think this, and this isn't, I don't, I'm not going to include this as part of my prediction. This is just me talking now. Uh, but I think by the end of this year with how the chip short, where the tr- chip shortage is at and consoles being out there is at, I think it'll finally be a, in a place where we're like, oh, this is bad. Like, this is really bad for the console business. And it's starting to become a, a problem for how many people can't get their hands on next-gen consoles.
0: Greg Miller. Craig Miller. Andy Cortez, number one games journalist. Wasn't there a gentleman's agreement that we weren't just going to predict things that weren't going to happen? Because I had that on here as well, you know, right next to Breath of the Wild and God of War Ragnarok.
4: If it does, if if it turns out Blessing is right, he has to set a date in 2023. (laughs) Thank you. There you go. Blessing wants the date. If not, Uh, minus one and a half points instead of two points.
1: Minus one and a half points next year. Mm -hmm. Okay. PSVR 2 comes out in 2023. We'll get, we'll Set know. a date.
0: <laughs> this is why you have to risk it if you want the biscuit. Yes, all right. Maybe, you, mean, get, maybe I mean, you, you get. Maybe you get the easy points one. this year in 2022, but 2023, you're uphill. You're uphill. Yeah. Is not
1: this? So ob- I don't think. This, I don't think my prediction is like obvious, though. Right. that PSVR2 is not going to come out this yeah, year. Yeah, Greg Miller's been saying that shit forever.
4: Yeah. Ever heard of Greg Miller? Thanks. Look
1: <laughs> but his eyes, all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say psvr 2 god i'm gonna screw myself for next just year, give me a month was, just give us a month that's all you have month to. i was gonna give you a season i was gonna say fall oh, jesus andy if you okay. i was saying i was thinking month i
4: mean I'm like greg i don't know <laughs> oh, I you gotta risk run. it I, if you want I, the miss I'm, I'm saying
1: it right now this system
2: doesn't work we can't do the take <laughs> <It's>, away from, <laughs> it's, that's it's great, it's yeah. great it's great <laughs> it's awesome that's it just for funsies because we have to actually count the votes in january
0: oh they'll remember Chat- like no, the no 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 you're missing the point you're missing no the point like if if PSVR doesn't come out in 2022. Blessing gets the point. It's next oh, year then. Who, the tabulator yeah. has to be like,
1: yeah, yeah. It's at yeah. the beginning. Of, at the beginning of 2024 is when yeah. I, okay. I'm, feeling the, okay. I'm feeling the ramifications of this. Oh, oh this I this love the, that. <laughs> and <in>
0: 2024 <laughs> we're doing it, and it's like, and then also <laughs> with. Negative 1.5 points is the late great blessing out of Yuya Jr. Skydiving
1: <laughs> accident. That's great. I, I thought you were going to put me at like G4 or something. The fact that, oh, no, no,
0: no, no. Like you
1: jump straight to death. You're not Killed going your anywhere. Ass. You're
0: not going anywhere. Killed you
4: love ass. it here.
1: Oh, man. where do you see uh, the studio. I'm going to say <laughs> November. November 2023 is when PSVR 2 comes wow. out. Wow. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. Yeah. That's I good. I appreciate it. I appreciate I, the boldness. Yeah. I like that. Greg Miller.
4: Four.
0: <sighs> All
4: right, he's gonna do it, ladies and gentlemen.
0: He's gonna Elden Ring wins, kind of funnies game of the year. Oh, dot no dot There's dot, no dot. There's no way. Or it's terrible. <laughs> it's it's that's like the, there is a there is a spectrum there, right? Of like it's either literally gonna be our game of the year, it wins game of the year, or it's just a trash fire. Wow. That no is,
2: it's an interesting prediction based on the year we're yeah. about to have. A lot of games are going to be splitting those numbers every which way, depending yeah. on what games actually come out. But I do think that it's going to be high up there. I think there's going to be a strong contingent of people, if it's good, that are all going to have it very high. And, and we, as we know, as we learned a couple of weeks ago with the game of the year, every point matters because our top five was like off by one point. So Blessing.
4: I need you to look me in the eyes right now. I'm, okay. I'm looking at you, yeah. Elden Ring, we both put it at our number six, number five, in our top ten, and that way it doesn't win Game of Fuck the Year. Greg Miller. That way <laughs> <Greg> <laughs> Miller doesn't well, I, it doesn't win. I, I, th- th- I like
1: the I like, range
3: with, like uh, especially with how many people voted this last year, if we keep up that uh, amount of votes for the, the next year I don't know if it's guaranteed even if both of you put it at number ten I don't know if it's guaranteed to be number one because I feel like you two are the most hardcore like souls I, That's, that's where I'm at. Where it's, like, Psychonauts 2 got two Game of the Year votes and then, you know, got a couple of other votes, but it was still, like, pretty low on that top ten list. Like, I I think it will be a Life is Strange True Color situation where
1: me, Andy, and maybe a couple other people have it high. But then, like, other people just either didn't play it or couldn't get past the first five hours because it's a Souls game. And then, like, it gets shifted toward the middle because of that. Because as I look through, right, I look through the list of people. I'm going to play it. Andy's going to play it i if the game is great, we're probably gonna have it high. But then I get to Greg Miller, are you gonna play it through Elden Ring and are you gonna like it as much? as like, I'm trying like, it for sure. Okay. And then, like, I know Tim's gonna try it. Yeah, I know, I'm, like, not, I'm not, I'm not, it's not gonna make my list. Yeah. Like, there is a, a 3% chance in the world that this ends up in my top 10. And so I go down the list and I'm like, I think, I think Elden Ring will make, will get in one or two more people from kind of funny into this type of game and probably end up high on their list. But I I think to get number one, you gotta be you gotta be a ration clinic and be somewhere on everybody's list.
4: Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm asking for the people that are gonna try it. That while you're going through this experience, get into the meta of looking for story meanings and uh d- sort of like lore implications because you know bless blessed we know like the the souls youtubers are going to be like souls youtube is going to be unlike anything you have ever seen this year when mm-hmm. when this game comes out and there's going to be people releasing videos of like i just discovered this what does it mean for that like I've seen all these lore videos from all these different people with different interpretations of what's happening in the story, but it's, like, it's so interesting that this is going to be happening in real fucking time. This is going to be, like, unlike anything I've ever experienced in gaming. And, like, I think if you are in the ground on the ground floor of that, it's going to just add to that experience. It's going to be so awesome.
1: I can't wait for it.
2: Next month?
4: Where we at here? Andy? Oh, damn it. I had mine. I just forgot. Hold on. Oh, uh, this, uh, this is kind of a weird one. Uh, it's kind of weird, but I'm going to throw it out there. I think Sony is going to make a statement this year about their pursuit of the blockchain and NFT technology. God damn it. And it will be walked back within a couple of months <laughs> uh, because of or maybe not even a couple of months but just like i i think enough fans will get vocal about it i think that sony still strikes me as a company right now especially with with sean layton gone and i, I feel like jim ryan has been very like business forward um which isn't a bad thing because sony's still doing really really well but i i feel like jim ryan is the type of person that would want to get in on it and Maybe not. And Mark Certainly's gonna be like, Don't fucking do it, Jim. You know, they're gonna have that conversation, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna have the a conversation. And and uh, I think it's gonna be watched back. I think it's gonna be watched back. <laughs> don't fucking do it, Jim. Jim, you fucking, fucking do this. us, I'm out. <laughs> you know, like it's one of those things, you know. And then he goes, You're really gonna you're really gonna like end this friendship over this? And he goes, Jim, you know I will. And then he goes, All right, so be Show it. Show me your here so shall it be written, so shall it be done, and then it's it's over.
1: Sounds <laughs> but then, like the worst episode of House of Cards I've ever seen.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do think that they'll walk it back after there's a lot of fallout. Like, I know there's been a lot of fallout, especially with the Troy Baker thing, and I think the gaming industry as a whole has kind of seen enough notable people be against the technology and the implementation of it, but I still think that Sony's going to want to pursue it because it feels like a very Jim Ryan-ish thing.
1: You flew close to one of my predictions, but not close enough that I'm going to cross it. I'm still going to keep it. Oh, but, okay. Right. Man, I, 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 it's rough because, like, you know, we're hosts of PSLW XOXO between me and Greg. And, like, you mentioned Sony and blockchain in the same sentence. And I'm like, oh, there's no way. But I also know that deep down, there's that 1% chance that, like, we're in that timeline where it happens. And I am bummed out beyond belief. Guys, I, it's, either it. it's either that thing It's either that thing this gets
0: nipped in the bud because everybody hates it and it stops or in three years everybody's doing the shit it is one or the other yeah like there's no there's no mid-ground where you're gonna have one that isn't doing it like it's either gonna infect everything or somebody's gonna wake up and be like man this whole thing is a grift or i think they go for i I think so does the nft stuff
4: and it becomes their um three months three years down the line will go whatever happened to the whole NFT? Thing? <laughs> and it's going to be their version of when they got like gaikai <laughs> like when that thing <laughs> but that's just the game like, playstation like, now yeah
1: but like you know you know what i exactly. mean exactly like, that was supposed to be a more you know that i don't know i i think the only way they get away with it would be to market it as this is your way to own your digital games and share them between friends or like sell your digital games i think if they lead with that foot It'll be a uh, an easier pill for people to swallow, but the people that are like still in the know, like the people that listen to the podcast and read the news stories, will still be like, "But wait, like no, like that's fine." But also, like, look at all this other NFT stuff that we don't like. Like, why are we still doing this? But everybody else, everybody else is gonna go, "Yeah, but like I can sell my digital games back to PlayStation and use that money to then buy another digital game." And I think that might be where I, I think that might be how they. How well not, let me not even say they specifically. I think this is how you push the conversation if you're a developer or if you're trying to push a I think store that's in the that gateway way. drug. Yeah, I think that is the it's the it's the weed, it's the gateway drug to to NFTs. Yeah. Interesting. My next one <laughs> interesting
2: is uh an amazing idea I came up with that I am not confident in, but I like having fun on this show, on this prediction show. So I'm gonna make this one a two-parter where one I think is more of a slam dunk guarantee but I'm gonna add a specific of what it is okay. that gets gets crazy Greg
0: um, i get crazy Nintendo
2: will do another game this year in the vein of Mario 35 or Tetris 99. that's the easy prediction I think okay. uh, if it didn't happen wouldn't be shocked but if it did it'd be like yeah cool great great prediction Tim but here's what the game's gonna be and think about this from a gameplay perspective of what this could look like
0: WarioWare,
2: oh, you're just going through a bunch of fucking micro games, competing against others, and it's just how long are you lasting God. and all that stuff. I'm a little hesitant about it because they just no, released hot. they just released the new WarioWare, yeah. there and an there's anniversary? not yeah. that's that's the thing is I don't know if there's an anniversary. There up, wasn't yeah. a Tetris anniversary, like I, there doesn't have to be. That's true. Uh, that's true. But counterpoint to myself, them releasing WarioWare last year proves that they at least remember it's a franchise so, <laughs> so it's like they're they, i wouldn't be surprised if they're like oh hey we had a lot of ideas from this like why don't we like i'd imagine there's a team on nintendo that is just thinking about those type of
3: experiences man, Tim, you're and you're one think, year off man because here's the thing oh. 2003 is the first WarioWare game, and we're so we're at the 19th anniversary this year. So it would be a, a perfect 20 anniversary, 20 year anniversary of like WarioWare 20. You face off against 19 other Warios and do all <laughs> this. Yeah, yeah, but I, I think that it makes
2: too much sense from a gameplay perspective it's, that yeah. I don't know that they'd ever do it. But like, I, Nintendo's been weird recently, and I think that them announcing that would be speaking to the right type of audience because the people that excited about. Get excited about the the ninety nine and thirty five games aren't necessarily like the mainstream gamers. It are it is the people that are a little bit more dialed in, and I think that WarioWare is speaking to that audience more than than anything else. So
3: that's what I'm sticking with. I mean that's uh, the that's the best game mode, Tim, in uh, the GameCube WarioWare, where you like pass along the controller uh, between everybody, and like whoever gets knocked out gets knocked out. Like that's a perfect formula for WarioWare. COVID though, see that's COVID. one where
1: I imagine. Yeah. If I if that got pitched in to, uh in Nintendo, somebody would be like, actually, we should release that as a full game because that is a really good idea. That like, do we, are we sure we want to put this on Nintendo Switch Online? I hope it happens because I think that is that that is phenomenal. Uh, my only counterpoint would be that I think if you're gonna do one of those games this year, it would probably be Kirby because they it, it is that uh, uh, anniversary. I think we talked about this this week, right? It's Kirby's 30th uh, anniversary, and like, Kirby is the kind of franchise that like. The, one well, I mean, there's also the rumor of like a possibly a new kirby game announced maybe not who knows so there's that and then also i think kirby is the kind of game that you could translate to that formula as well and like there have been so many different weird iterations of kirby that i could easily see them doing it just because like why not if it's easy to do
2: yeah next up bless final prediction
1: i'm worried to do this one because i this one strikes me as one that greg miller is going to be like oh it's too easy like, don't-, hey. don't listen to the old man Wait, Andy, you've been on my side he this whole old, time. Like, <laughs> Andy, you've been on my you. side this whole time. I got you, the- bro. I'm gonna keep it P. I'm gonna do this one. I'm gonna do this one. Uh this is kind of coming off of Andy's prediction as well. NFTs will be the biggest and most ongoing topic of video game news in 2022. That's a prediction. And then as a bonus, I think a AAA third party developer will ship a game with NFT implementation and it'll be divisive as hell. Um but that's like a count that is like point two. That's what was what I'm gonna say. My prediction for people tabulating. Point so, two. Oh, what's it? I know, saying? I, I don't know if you can put the numbers on it. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: Negative yeah. minus one point for next year.
2: <laughs> my question is: so, so you're saying it? Give me the the words again of what
1: this is gonna be. Hmm. NFTs will be the biggest and most ongoing topic of video game news in 2022. So by the time we get to the end of the year, when we're talking about what were the big biggest news stories of 2022. We're going to go oh obviously it was, it was nfts and the way that last year we're like obviously it's the activision blizzard fiasco that's been on that, that's been going on for the last six months i think nfts will be that for this year i think the talk about nfts is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger throughout the year um and by the time we get to the end of the year it's going to be that it's, it's going to be the big thing the big topic gonna be like a
4: story a week or two on <laughs> yeah Games exactly daily Massive. Greg, greg miller question Hi. for you
2: yeah we're flash forwarding to december 2022 sure and we're looking back can't so this the, the words blessed just said talking about this type of new story do you think it goes to nfts or do you think it goes to acquisitions and their ramifications
0: I mean you're generalizing a bit with I I think nfts have a great shot at it because I think of loot boxes and I think of where loot boxes are and I think of microtransactions and I think of season passes and stuff like that we've seen come and go right um acquisitions is an interesting one because I think acquisitions you know I I can't imagine Microsoft making a bigger acquisition this year than Activision Blizzard. And so then, if we were there, I would think we're talking about the ramifications of Activision Blizzard when we get to uh, December. I don't think Sony's going to answer the way people want them to answer with a giant acquisition. I think they're going to double down on what they already do. So I would think it's, and and in what you just said, column A or column B, I would go, it's going to be the NFTs.
1: Yeah, I think the thing with with uh, acquisitions too, regarding like the bigness of the news story, I, I like the biggest news story we've ever done on KPD. I think is the Activision Blizzard acquisition, uh, but I think. When we're talking about ongoing topics and how things stay in the news, you know, by, the t- by uh, like this week already, right? Like we're already having headlines that aren't about Activision Blizzard anymore. And that's because like nothing can be a headline for every single day, multiple me- weeks, multiple months in a row. But I think the fact that we're going to be talking about NFTs nonstop is going to keep it in our in our brains more. And it's going to be a thing of we're going to get later into the year and people are going to be tired of hearing about it. And we're going to be tired of talking about it. I think it's going to be one of those ones. Whereas the act- acquisitions, I think, are more flashes in the pans. Uh, in terms of news cycle, not in terms of like gravity of the situation, but sure. But you talk about right. it and we move on. Exactly, it, it becomes we on a to thing. Whereas thing.
0: NFTs are just like we're talking about with loot boxes. That first year of kind of funny games daily, I remember people being so sick of me and Andrea and Gary talking about loot boxes.
2: Yeah, I, I think they're gonna be closer. Than we're kind of talking about here because I, I do think that we're going to talk about nfts a lot but i think that the ramifications of the acquisitions of whether or not this is exclusive whether or not that's coming this to that blah 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 blah, like all that stuff like thinking back to the bethesda acquisition last year and like how much conversation came from that not just from when it was first announced but like over time i, I think that we're just like multiplying that by a bazillion when it comes to all the Activision Blizzard stuff and whatever else is to come. And I think that that's that's the other thing is I don't think this is the end of this There's
4: going to be so many add ons to the last story that just happened. There's going to be so much so many more clarifications on another article the next day. Yeah,
2: yeah, but we'll see. This is going to be a fun one to grade next year.
4: Um, Greg Miller,
0: final prediction at a PlayStation state of play. We get the trailer from Metal Gear Solid three remake. It's followed Ooh. by news of the Metal Gear Solid remasters. Ooh, I think that I think that virtuous rumor is true. I think the time is nigh to pull the trigger on that and get that out there. I think Ooh. it speaks to what PlayStation is trying to do uh, with their own. You know, we had a whole piece I love you about how they they respond to Xbox, and their internal is stay the course and be PlayStation. I think this would speak that way. Andy Cortez from kindofmoney.com. Bonus points, Greg. Bonus mm-hmm. point opportunity for you if you'd like to take it. I'd not. love to take it. Okay. Or is this one thing, though, if I get it wrong, like you cut off my finger? I can't tell you that right now, shit unfortunately. Okay.
4: Um, bonus point opportunity for you. What sort of camo tie ins will we see? Oh.
0: You mean like, like, kind of like how we're, you're, you mean like third party sponsors kind of thing, like how they did like uh, Doritos and Peace Walker kind you're of. Not thing? even, not even third party. Like we see them in a ratchet, uh, ratchet and clank style, style thing. I, or, you I see know. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I don't think they go nuts with it. I think you'll have Death Stranding tie-ins. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A wow. backpack that looks like Sam's thing, maybe a BB that you could put onto your chest, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Um, it cries. Yeah, probably that kind of shit to drive Mike crazy out of the controller.
4: Cool, I like
0: that.
4: Okay, Andy. Final prediction: Final prediction, uh, is one that we had some news of today. Because spoilers, I forgot we were doing predictions today, so I've just been kind of off the cuff, off the old dome. You've been crushing Um, it. All right, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Today, uh, The Rock announced he's going to be in a movie, a video game movie. Um, and a lot of people are assuming that it might be a Call of Duty movie because he said it's one of his favorite uh, franchises. I'm going to predict that. Uh, I'm going to agree with that and say that it is a Call of Duty movie and he will be in the next Call of Duty Black Ops game that will come out whenever, the, the following year. He will be like the lead actor in the Black Ops video game that comes up. That'd
0: be Interesting. wild. Interesting. I had in mind, I had in mind that the Rocks video game movie is Fortnite. I, thought I, I think he's going to be in a Fortnite movie, Andy. Mm. I think that too.
1: I can see that. He's going to be playing, what's his character's name in Fortnite? The Federation. The Foundation. The Foundation.
3: A lot of people are on Twitter to think it's going to be Gears. Hmm. That's just because he looks like a Gears character, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, but I think that's also like another game that he really likes.
4: He has the same proportions yeah. as them.
3: Yeah, <laughs> this is interesting because Fortnite
2: officially has a movie being made. Do they? I didn't think that, I had I don't was that, I didn't know that. Today. That wasn't
1: the the fake news story, right? Where the story was that it was going to have a sex scene in it.
2: Well, yeah, that, that, that was fake. But like, yeah. the movie existing,
3: I don't remember if it was Spicing just the Sprinkle in the sex, but then a Call of
2: Duty movie. Like, I I think we're far away from that really just ip wise and stuff yeah like i I don't know like who would be the
3: acquisition
4: and all that complicates it even more oh really oh i just meant like i mean i don't i don't think the acquisition or anything really changes that necessarily would it not necessarily but
2: like just i i can imagine there's just a lot going on so then also leaning into movies when to my knowledge, they haven't really before. Like we've got like Skylanders, like obviously the show. There's the that's all I'm thinking about Skylanders. There's the Crash Bandicoot like crossover <laughs> thing, but Activision movies and TV stuff.
4: Let, let me sprinkle in some sex, Tim. Here comes you. some sex. This is the first year uh, that we will no nah, Fuck, I'll say this for 2023. Never mind. Never mind.
3: <laughs> there's not a
4: chance you remember this. Andy, Andy
3: <laughs> is sex sort for subtext? Is that what you're going for here? Or is it
4: just... No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Okay. No, I was, I was going to spring about on some sex abuse. and say that we would get an announcement of some sort of official Overwatch show. Because <laughs> even though Microsoft just acquired Activision Blizzard, I think uh, a lot of people at Activision Blizzard are like, damn, Riot's been killing it with, uh, you know, they just put out Arcane and that's incredible. That became... We've, we've had the ingredients to have this amazing meal to stuff down our faces and we just haven't done anything with it. Feed us, satiate us. Yeah. I would say this is the year that like, even though they don't have anything planned, Tim, Mm -hmm. even though they're not in pre-production, it's like, hey, we're putting on an Overwatch show. Yeah, we're committing to it sort of thing. You know? I like it. I hope. My final prediction. It's an oldie,
2: but a goodie. And I still think one day it's going to happen. I think it only hasn't happened because of the pandemic and everything. Xbox Game Studios, which now has expanded <laughs> just a bit, will make a Marvel game that's exclusive to Xbox, and in, in the same style that Insomniac has done for PlayStation. And sure, we've talked about this forever. And Greg, what did we always
0: predict it would be? Wolverine. You got I me sold. It. You sold me on a Wolverine. I bought all the hype, and you were kind of correct. It. You were kind I of close. Believed it. I believed it, but yeah. it was Insomniac, which is
2: really exciting. And I'm I, like, probably best case scenario for me personally, actually. But I do think it'll be a Marvel game. What is it? No. I don't know, Doctor Strange. I don't know, but I do think that it it, it won't be the most familiar things that we have. Like obviously, Guardians mm-hmm. and Avengers are taken care of. Spider Man, Wolverine are taken care of. I can see it being an X Men game,
4: mm.
2: like a like a full on X Men game. And I think that the world is is gearing up and getting ready to have X Men back in their lives. I don't think it'll be Fantastic Four.
3: Tim, why not Daredevil or I don't Moon know. Knight?
2: See, th- th- those are both interesting. I just, I think that they'd want to swing
4: like bigger, a,
3: te- a team-based kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I don't want that. I don't yeah, want a team. I just want one dude, baby. Yeah. I just want one I, dude. Just want I would
4: sexy dude.
3: I just want one sexy, <laughs> sexy Moon gal. Knight. Just one sexy Moon Knight to control. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I Oscar think Daredevil
2: has a chance. I think Moon Knight
4: does not have a chance.
3: I Moon Knight really being in, in the
2: game, Marvel. I think, does have a chance. Yeah. What yeah.
4: about Team Cherry Moon Knight? Solid <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a joke. Shut the fuck up.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah we'll see. But, but I do think that we're going to get an Xbox first party studio exclusive Marvel game.
0: Okay.
1: That'd be really cool.
2: Announcement, right? Just like a hey, Just an it's announcement. Happening. yeah, yeah, it's not happening this year for sure, for sure. But uh, the announcement would be this year.
0: I want to hear more about that MMO from the DCE. D.C. U.O. team. Yeah. Do you think we hear about that more this year? No. Well, maybe, but I doubt it. Hmm. I would think that's further out. Can you can you uh, elaborate, Greg? What do we... There was a rumor going around, I think while I was gone, that the team behind D.C. Uh, U.O., of course, one of my most Daybreak, played games of Greg? all time. No, they changed their name again. Right again? Thing? Oh, shit. Yeah, because they were Daybreak on uh, Studio Uh, Here it is dimensional ink games oh and dave dc comics mmo by Day- dimensional ink games in daybreak game company so i guess daybreak i don't know they they were no, they were no. sony online entertainment then they became daybreak as part of the daybreak company and now i guess they're dimensional ink games underneath daybreak i'm rusty Anyways, uh, they made DC Universe Online, of course. And then, yeah, there's this rumor now that, uh, or not even a rumor, I guess, the fact that it was in, I'm, I'm reading from PC Games N. Uh, uh, the Q3 2021 investor presentation for Enad Global 7, the holding company that owns Daybreak, reveals that an unannounced massively multiplayer online game at Dimensional Inc. will be, quote, Marvel IP-based in AAA, and will be led by City of Heroes designer Jack Emeritt, uh, who is mm. cur- also currently heading up DC Universe Online. Fuck yeah. I would yeah. love that, especially, Probably you know, not. DC Universe Online. I, you know, is a game I adore, but it's I'll, 11 years old and feels like it when you play it. I'd, I'd love to see a modern AAA Marvel MMO What that is going to be. I
4: wish it was just I, I I'm just thinking like, what if it's just an X-Men game? What if that MMO is just you make your mutant? I think that would be a lot cooler than just kind of like having. It, it would feel a lot more contained in that you you're not just like a random super. You're you like these are all mutants, and these are the sort of powers, uh, the 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 power bases you can choose from. Whether you have electric sure. powers, invisibility, all that shit. I think that would be really. It cool. feels more
3: like realistically contextualized in the world. Yeah, yeah I think it makes more sense for the IP. Yeah.
1: Whereas like DC Universe Online, I'm, I think I played like. 30 minutes of it and it was like I don't know what this is and then bounced out but like that was you created a character and I think you reported to another character like yeah or-
0: yeah ExoBytes had been rained down by future Lex Luthor on the planet Earth because we are going to need more superheroes and super villains to fight what was coming Brainiac's invasion Brainiac, yeah. Uh, so yeah if you played it right at launch it didn't have a great onboarding it had a great it had an amazing trailer we can all write like, oh, yeah, great, great yeah, Christmas a fucking sleigh. Great amazing sleigh. Great Christmas sleigh for sure in the oh. holiday fest. Uh but then yeah, you wake up on uh the ship, you know, from one of Brainiac ships and either Barbara Gordon or uh the the um the bad guy, the uh calculator Joker. calculator gets you out of it. No, no, you had underlings before you ever got there. That's mm-hmm. why it's such a big deal when you you know hit max level and you got to go into the wash tower and go into the room with Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman It was amazing. Real big deal, man. Huh.
2: Well there are your predictions, the official predictions for 2022. We're about to do the official Patreon-exclusive post show for people. Subscribe to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. But we'll give our extra leftover predictions, anything that uh, we didn't get to in this show, some fun stuff, some of the low-hanging fruit and all of that. But we'll get to that in just one second. For everyone that can't join us for that, I love you. I appreciate you. Goodbye.